and welcome back to Kidman Talk, episode 129. This is going to be a fun episode because we're going to be talking about games and telling you about an amazing new resource and how you can get it for free and even make a little money. Hi, this is Carl Bastian from Kidology.org, and I'm excited to talk to you about games. One of the most important aspects of your teaching are, is your games, all right? Now, I know you're thinking, games? I thought the Bible story was. Of course, the Bible story is the most important, but games are what engage kids. It's what gets them participating, and good games that have a teaching object lesson are the most effective because they get kids thinking about it. If you're listening to this while the podcast is new and not way in the future, which that's awesome as well, you're going to be the first to learn about a brand new resource from Kidology, which has been in development for a while, and it's called 88 Games with Eight Objects, written by Nikki Straza, one of the most amazing kids pastors in the world. And I'm going to tell you how you can get it free and even make a little money. So we're going to talk about games, some practical tips. If you have game leaders, you want to send them a link to this because it's going to be practical. So let's talk games as we talk Kidman. Oh man, I am so excited about this 88 games with eight objects. Nikki Straza has been working hard on this for a very long time and the concept is genius. You know how you just have those Sundays where you've got to fill some time or special events where you got to fill some time and you're like, okay, I need a game. What's my favorite game? And and you might have some favorites you play with the kids, but if you overplay them, you know, they get uh, bored with them or, oh, not that game again. So you want to reserve those ones. Well, this 88 Games of Eight Objects is a kit that you can put together that is just eight objects, including this downloadable book. And if you use it on a computer, it's searchable with key hashtags tags. And what you're going to do is you're going to put together this tote. It's going to have some objects in it, some bandanas, some playing cards, some solo cups, some noodle nuggets, which is pool noodles sliced down into little slivers and a, a, a gizmo and a bunch of cool stuff. And you are going to be able to play a bunch of fun games. In fact, it's more than 88 when you dive into all the variations of the different games that are in there. So I want to tell you how you can get this for free and even make a little money, all right? There are different categories. There's teaching points. There's applications. So you can even start with what you're trying to accomplish and then find the game that helps you accomplish that or play a really fun game and see what the teaching applications are with that game. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to kidology.org forward slash 88 games. On that page is information about the book. There's bonus videos with Nikki explaining how to put together the kit. As people start using this kit, we are going to be collecting videos of the games in action. Our goal in the next year or so is to get a video of all 88 games so you can go watch it being played and then you can learn from it. And as we get feedback and improvements, we definitely can edit the book because it's a digital resource, but 
but it is a phenomenal resource. So if you want to get it for free and even make a little money, here's what you do. Now, if you're listening to this podcast a year in the future, if you don't see this offer at the top of that page at kidology.org forward slash 88 games, you missed the boat, but that's all right. You're going to benefit from those who took advantage of this because here's the deal. This month only in March, if you buy the 88 games book with eight objects, we will send you a $25 Amazon gift card if you'll do a couple of easy things for us. All right, so you basically get the book free. The book costs less than $25, so you'll make a little bit for your effort. But we want you to put together your kit. We don't want you just to buy this book and then just you know file it on your shelf or file it and lose it in your computer. We want you to put the kit together. Get your tote Fill it with all the supplies. Go to Walmart. Make the things you need to do. It doesn't take long. That's the genius of it. And then you're going to pose for a picture in your kid's church set with your kit and display it really cool because we want to put those pictures on social media and we want to use them on the 88 Games uh, page. And then we want you to play one of the games, any game you want, and videotape it for us. You can do it with your iPhone. Don't worry about the fancy editing and all that. We'll take clips, and and I'm hoping to get several of these. I can put together a fun promo video of the games in action in a variety of settings. So during the month of March, buy the book, take a picture of you with your kit after you put it together, play one of the games, and film it. And for the first 20 people who send us that picture and send us that video, we're going to send you a $25 Amazon card. If your church paid for it, you can use the Amazon card, you know, for your birthday present for yourself, or you can apply it to your ministry. We don't care what you do with it. We just want to give you a tangible thank you for helping us to promote this book and to help others find out how amazing it is. And I know it's going to have a huge impact. I love just picturing these 88 games with eight object kits um, all over the place and in being utilized. It is amazing. There are so many games in here. I'm just going to breeze through here really quick. So you put together the book. You have your objects that you make. Um, there's instructions inside. There's what Noodle Nuggets look like if you are watching this podcast in the video version. There's complexity ratings. There's topical associations with every group, with every game. There's age groups. Um, teaching kids critical thinking. Um, it tells you what room size. And then there's categories like openers and icebreakers, right? And there's 15 games in that category. And then let me skip ahead to the next category, which is, where's it at? Where's it at? There's so many games here. Um, you know, you're just going to have to download this and go through it. It is so much fun. Um, there are illustrations sometimes to explain the rules of the game and uh, how to play it. It's going to be fabulous. So get your 88 games with eight objects book, but let's talk about how to do games in a way that is most effective. Kids love games. They are so effective. In the Kidology Handbook, I tell a story about a boy one time who I asked him, what's your favorite thing about church? And he said he loved the games. And he explained, because Pastor Carl, I just think we're having fun. And then at the end of the game, we end up learning something. That's right. See, just even today, I had so much fun in kids' church. We were teaching 
on what Jesus said about worry and casting all your cares upon Jesus because he cares for you. We talked about where Paul said, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and petition, present your requests before God um, with prayer and thanksgiving. I already said that. And the peace of God will transcend, you know, all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I did a terrible job of quoting that. But how do I teach that with a game? So I had a boy and a girl come up and I'm going to put a video of it on the show notes page so you can see. And I wanted the fastest runner. So I got a fast boy and a fast girl. But then I had all these cardboard blocks. And I asked the kids in the audience, what are the things that you worry about? And every time they gave something, I gave these kids another block to hold to where their arms were full. And they mentioned amazing things. They mentioned, you know, schoolwork and their family. And they mentioned, you know, sickness. But they even mentioned getting shot or the coronavirus, which is a big thing right now, or they talked about, you know, things going on in other parts of the world. And it was awesome to hear what kids are worried about. Then we did a race where they had to try to run around the room and blocks were falling and they couldn't do it. So then we did a round two and there's often a round two in my games where I had a cart there and I said, this cart's Jesus. This time you just cast all your burdens upon Jesus. All you gotta do is pick up all the burdens off the ground and just throw them on the cart and then run around the room. And then I asked them at the end of the game uh, how which one they liked better. And, of course, they liked the second round better. And then we just talked about how people go through life, they're carrying all this stuff, and they're not able to enjoy life the way God intended. So games like that. And every week I love to include a game that illustrates the main point. Kids will go home having listened to you talk about worry, but when they go home having seen visually the impact of worry from having played a game that that sticks with them so much longer. I've been amazed how many times I've had high schoolers, even older, come back to me and say, man, I remember this game and I'm going through something in my life right now. And as I was praying about it, God brought a game to mind. They didn't say my great lesson, my sermon. No, they remembered the game. And that also happens with object lessons. So what are some tips to leading a great game? Let's just fly through some of them. The first one is lead clearly, strongly, and loudly, and enthusiastically. And yes, that's all one point. All right. You can't get up there and be like, okay, kids, um, we're going to play a game. I hope you like it. Um, I get downloaded off this website and um, someone said that, that they thought it was a good game. And No, man, I don't care if it's a lame game. You get up there and you leave that lame game with so much enthusiasm and so much excitement that they can't help but like it. And by the way, lame games are awesome. If you play them enthusiastically, they're great. So you want to get up there. Your demeanor sets the tone for the entire game. This has got to be the greatest game that has ever been played in the history of children's church. And next week, you just play another game. That is the greatest game in the history of children's church. And next week, you do another game. That's the greatest game in the history of children's church. Because that kind of enthusiasm gets the kids excited. And they'll never go, wait a minute. You said last week's game was the greatest game in, in the history of children's church. You say, oh, well, that's before I learned about this game. So you just need to be excited. Number two, give the name and the main objective of the game at the beginning. Nothing is worse than like you start getting in a game and you start dealing with the props and you're giving the kids all the rules and they're like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So you got to start out right off the bat saying the object of this game is to get around the room with all those blocks without dropping any. Then you then you get into more details about it. But be right out of the bat. Have a fun name for the game. Have a clear objective so they know what 
to do. That's so important. I remember one of my first ministry leadership experiences in junior high was when I was a game leader for a little kids club. And man, no matter how hard you explain, they went the wrong way. They crashed into each other. It was so entertaining. But I learned that if I need to be really clear at the beginning, we're going to be running around the circle and seeing who can get back to the beginning first. Then you explain that they're going to be juggling 18 balls, riding a unicycle, you know, uh, with someone with a flaming torch chasing them, whatever. All that comes later. The main objective comes first. Then you need to explain how many people you're going to need, um, how many teams there is, and, of course, you choose your players. Now, there is an art to picking players in a game. You want the kids that are enthusiastic. You want the kids who you know aren't going to clam up when you get up front. And sometimes we tend to pick the good kids. Some of the kids that are the bad kids, they're just kids that have a hard time sitting still. So don't punish them by not letting them play a game. The game is probably the best thing you can have them do. So even that kid that's driving you crazy and keeps talking and fidgeting, get him up playing the game. Use him as an object lesson. He's going to go home having not remembering anything you said nothing else but he's going to remember the game all right so pick the best kids for the game next position the game so the audience can see this is so important unless your game involves everybody and i love those games uh, i posted to facebook a couple weeks ago this game about spreading love and i had these balloon hearts i had to pass through the whole audience i'm always going is there a way the entire audience can participate you can't always do that and so when the audience isn't all uh, participating in the game, then they're cheering, but you want to make sure they can see it. I have watched games where the game leader was standing between the audience and the kids. They're ba- they're literally blocking the game where people can't even see uh, the game. So make sure you position the game where everyone can see, everyone can participate. If you've got the technology to have someone with a camera and put it up on a screen, that's fantastic. I've done that in the past. I've even worn a head cam <laughs> with a helmet and, uh, and and so they could see the game. That that's, that's, of course, nuts and extra work, but a lot of fun. Next, repeat the object of the game before you go over all the other rules and before you play it, make sure you repeat it at the end because you've done a lot of talking, a lot of explaining, maybe some teaching in there as you talked about worry. So as you get back to the ready, set, go, you need to make sure you just repeat the objective because there's a good chance they've totally forgotten it. Next tip, rabble rouse the audience. Get them involved. Who thinks the boys are going to win? Who thinks the girls are going to win? Be prepared for your ears to hurt on that one. Whatever your teams are, you want them to be cheering. You want them enthusiastic because you're you're hyping this. Remember, this is the greatest game that has ever been played in the history of children's church. Then, You want to have some appropriate game music. Have a collection of game music. I have some game music that goes way back. I've had it for decades. I had an album of Kidman music that I loved, but the guy provided the audio or the you know the the non-lyrical versions of the song, and they were so upbeat and so fun. I've been using those as my game tracks for years. I should reach out to him and say, can I share those on Kidology? Because I need to do that with permission, but they're great game tracks. But that's what you can do. Music that you own, you legally have the rights to. If you have versions without the words, 
They can be great uh, background songs or a worship song that's upbeat and fun, that's on the topic of the game. Um, that can be fantastic. And you can use really fun stuff out there um, you know, to, that, that you find on uh, YouTube or whatever. Just make sure you've got the rights, whatever you're using in Kids Church. But you can have so much fun. Music adds a great uh, uh, effect. Next, start with a bang. All right, you need to have a big dramatic countdown. You can have something on the screen that's a really cool ready, set, go, and then boom, they are off for the races. All right, this is not a train that's going chug, 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 and gradually gets faster. This is a horse race. Out of the gate, they go. And I have fun with it. I'm like, ready, set, goat. And they're like, well, no, I didn't say go. I said goat. Ah, they come back. So I, I tease the kids. I, I have a lot of fun. And it's fantastic. All right, just a couple of more. Give prizes. I'm a big believer in prizes, all right? And they can be simple as a candy or whatever. And if I'm only giving it to the kids who participated, I've got such a stash of candy. I tell all the other kids, you all get candy on your way out today. We'll give you a piece of candy on the way out because I don't want them hype it up, but they already are. And rappers everywhere. Um, but Kids need something tangible, but you don't always have to do it. There's sometimes where I just say, we're just having fun, and everybody's a winner because the game, especially if the game's an object lesson where one is intended to win and the other one's intended to lose because of your object lesson in the game, one of them has a disadvantage or whatever, then you just, of course, uh, award them um, separately or, I mean, equally um, rather than you know, giving one up above the other. Lastly, Review what happened during the game and then discuss the point of the game. And this is where your game becomes an object lesson. And, you know, we had so much fun with these blocks and the kids running around and falling and everything. And then it's amazing how serious you can get at the end when you take those same blocks and you say, you know, this is how some people live life. They're going around life. They're carrying all this stuff that they don't need to carry. And we need to cast those burdens upon Jesus. All right. So have some fun with games. Take these tips, share this podcast, make sure you're subscribed. Anyone you know that leads games, let them have a chance to review these. These come from the Kidology Handbook, which you can get at kidology.org forward slash handbook. But right now, I want you to go to kidology.org forward slash 88 games. Get the book. And remember, this month only, if you buy the book, and put together your kit and send us a picture of you with your kit and a short video, nothing professional, just a, with your phone. Please do it in landscape mode. Film the game in action. Just give us the whole thing. We'll chop it, slice it, whatever, and have some fun with it. Thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe. Remember, you can shape the show. Send me topics that you'd like to talk about. But until next time, thanks. Thanks.